0: So tonight, um, I wanted to uh, discuss a, a shaila which came up uh, this week. Somebody asked about, and then as I was looking into it, so a related shaila came up, which is also part of the uh, the same sugya. So I figured if these two things come together uh, in the in the same week, uh, they haven't come up in a while. Uh, it's probably a sign from God that this is what we should be doing on Thursday night. So here we are. This is what we're going to do on Thursday night. So it had to do with uh, doing puzzles on Shabbos. I'm not sure if we say making a puzzle, assembling a puzzle, doing a puzzle. I'm not sure which verb is supposed to go before puzzle. Probably not puzzling, although that would seem to make the most sense that I am puzzling but uh, or puzzled. But the question is, is this something which is allowed on Shabbos or is this something which is not allowed on Shabbos? And obviously, we didn't, we're not going to... What? You're talking. About uh, jigsaw puzzle, putting pieces together. A jigsaw puzzle, yes, yes. A jigsaw puzzle, putting the uh, the pieces in in place. And so, I I didn't take it so far back in terms of the all of the original sources for Xiva for the Isser on Shabbos of writing, which obviously this is a part of, because Ksiva not only includes writing letters or writing text, but it also includes making a picture, making a, a tmuna is also part of, is part of Ksiva. And the question is, is this something which is allowed? Is it not allowed? What exactly is going to be the story? The connected uh, point to that, which everybody knows from Kiddush, is whether or not if you have letters on a cake and you start cutting through that cake, so with the uh, the letters on there and frosting, so is that going to be a problem of mohek, of erasing? So we have these two malachas which are opposite ends of one another. One is kosev, one is writing, the other is mohek, and they go hand in hand, opposite sides of the coin, but they go hand in, uh, in hand. Okay, so let's see what we got in terms of this So And we're going to start from what I think is an interesting uh, place, which is not directly related to writing, but as we're going to see, it's something which is very much becomes a uh, a part of that discussion. Okay.
1: Rabbi, can you include uh, putting a marker in a book to locate a page number?
0: Um mm-hmm. Like like bending like bending down a page or
1: not bending or, down a page, just putting a a piece of paper in a book to mark. So you know the, that that's uh, what's the
0: problem. Crab- so so that, Scrabble. that right. So we'll, we'll talk about Scrabble in a minute, but this is something which. Uh, uh, putting a, a, a marker in there for a page for like after Shabbos, for example. So that may be uh, a, an issue of Hakana. In terms of writing, it's not considered to be writing. Just marking off that uh, that page. Thank you. Okay. So um, so here we begin. So we're going to start the uh, the Surgill. So the Simen and Shochrach, which discusses this, is Simon Shin Mem, it's in Hilchah Shabbos. And here we're going to go straight to the issue of the cake. We're going to start with cakes, then we're going to go to library books, and then we're going to go to puzzles. That's going to be our sequence for those who would like to uh, follow along uh, with your scorecard. So the Ramah writes, this is in Shin Mem, I think it's Siv Gimel. Haga, Uga, So it's prohibited to break, or to cut a cake upon which letters are written. So you write, happy birthday, Shloimi. So to go ahead and write that with frosting onto the cake. So the Ramah says you're not allowed to go ahead and break such a cake. (inaudible) even if your purpose in breaking it is because it's considered to be rude to eat an entire jewel cake. So you'll go ahead and you'll cut yourself a piece. So you only eat it, as long as you eat it one piece at a time, it doesn't seem as rude, even if at the end of the day, you eat the entire cake. But you are allowed to go ahead, but you're not going to be allowed to go ahead and cut or break the cake. Why? D'havi because this is considered to be erasing. So since you start off with letters on the cake, and now, by cutting the cake, we'll say for simplicity. So the word is no longer a word. So breaking a word from its um, from its existence is a uh, is part of the malacha which we call mochik, which we call erasing, because you started with a word and you no longer have the word.
2: Yeah, it's That's- worth pointing out that the Rama is just for Ashkenazim, because uh, my understanding is farting don't don't abide by
0: that halacha. Uh, could be okay. Okay, very good. Now, says the Mishabura, now the Mishabura points out that normally for any malacha to be an isadaraisa, it has to have a constructive outcome. So the Gemara struggles with what exactly is a constructive outcome of erasing if you erase something so you've destroyed something it's a destructive act and destructive acts usually don't carry with it the uh, the it's uh, the uh, the isser of that it should uh, that it should be uh, that it should be an isadarisa so Mishabura acknowledges that the erasing that you're doing when you go ahead and you cut through a cake is indeed not going to be an isadarisa so he says because in order for it to be an isadarisa sorry, that was part of it in order to be an isadarisa it has to be that it's almanas lichtov that you are erasing something with the intention that it should, uh, with the, the intention that it should, uh, that you're going to write in its place. And over here, where you're eating the cake, you're not going to write anything in the in the place where the letters used to be. But isur derabanim yicha. But says the Mishabura, the fact that you're not going to write anything afterwards may mitigate the Yisudar Isa, but it still remains in Yisudar Limchok. Now, even though clearly, if you're cutting the cake in order to serve in shul, or in order to serve pieces to the family, you have no intention at all of erasing the, the happy birthday shloimi. All you want to do is cut pieces of cake so that you have enough cake to go around. Seek ratio, nonetheless, it's an inevitable outcome. There's no way you're going to cut the cake with the letters, with the words written on there without destroying the words. Vasar Afmed and something which is done unintentionally, but it's an inevitable outcome of your activity, is something which is an Isid Rabban. over here, because it's Amenas, uh, it's not Amenas Lichtov, it's without the intention to write in its place. yudvav, okay. They say Now, if you look in the Dagamurvava, and this is where you see art that it's not necessarily only Svartim, but if you look in the Dagamir which is the Nodabihuda, laHakel beker hadin haze. So his inclination is to be lenient as far as this, and to say that it's not so posh that cutting cake that has letters written on it is necessarily going to be even in D'Rabanan. His inclination is to say that it's mutter. And this opinion of the Daga the lenient opinion of the Daga is cited by the Shari Tshuva. And the Mishabura says that you could be lenient when you don't go ahead and break apart the words on the cake, or we'll say the words on the cookie by hand but you go ahead and you bite through the words uh, as you're eating them, so that we're going to be making like the ravava, like the note of you didn't say that that's okay. So if there's a cookie with a name on it, and you're not going to cut the cookie, you're just going to bite into the cookie, that the mishabura says, you could be some if we could rely on that lenient opinion which says that it's okay. But as far as... Cutting through words or cutting through letters on the cake by hand, that the mishabura is go- agrees with Rama that that is going to be aser. Okay, so that is the starting point. That's the Rama uh, the uh, with the starting point of this halacha. Now comes along the lavosh, and the lavosh following this halacha that had to do with the uh, the cake. So he comes along and he says as follows: Venerally, it seems to me. This is going to be, the same thing is going to be true, the same issue that we have cutting through uh, letters on a cake is going to be what happens in the event that you have letters or you have words on the edge of pages, or you have letters or other words somewhere else on the page of the book, like some people have. Now, what he's referring to over here is, if you go to, I don't know what happens in other places in the world, but if you go to the Skokie Public Library, so when you look at the side of the book, when you look at the side of it over here, it will be stamped Skokie Public Library. Then when you open up the book, so now those words now have been broken in half. So Lavush is wondering what's going to be the story when you have a library book, or you have your own book, and somebody went ahead and wrote words on the side of those pages like that. So it can only be read when the entire book is closed. But when you open up the book, then all of those letters are broken. So lavush says that that's going to be a problem. He says that's a similar problem. Actually, we're going to see it's even worse. But it's a similar problem to cutting through the letters on the cake. Because, So the Levush says that it would be prohibited... Now don't get all scared yet, but it would be prohibited to go ahead and open up a library book on Shabbos because every time you open up a page, so depending on the size of the book, but when you open up a, a page, uh, the uh, t- almost any page, so you're breaking all of those letters. You're breaking the word, because <laughs> you're breaking, which is a subcategory of erasing those letters, and not only that. But he says, if you, if you mistakenly, if you left the book open before Shabbos, and now on Shabbos somebody says, hey, why did you leave the library book open? You should close it. And then you go ahead and you close the book. That's now considered to be ksiva. That's now writing because you've now formed the words Skokie Public Library. So every time you open it, you're erasing. Every time you close it, it uh, you, you're writing again. And therefore, the Levush says that opening and closing a library book is more chamr, is more stringent, meaning more user than simply cutting through the letters on the cake. Why? Because when you go ahead and you cut the cake, all that you're going to get out of that, the worst that you can get out of that is one malacha. Which is erasing. And even that, it's only going to be because nobody's erasing the letters, the icing letters on the cake with the intention to go ahead and replace it with other letters. Shahu, av because that is the primary malacha midaraisa. But when you open up the Sefer and you broke the words, Skokie Public Library, you broke those words with the the intention that eventually you're going to close the book back again and rewrite those words. So this is work because this is mochek erasing with the intention to write, which is the Yisad because your intention is ultimately to close the Sefer again when you're finished studying, and says the lavush, just in case you didn't get the, get the direction that he was going, he says, He says, It would seem to me, my, my, uh, I'm leaning towards saying that opening and closing this book is actually an Isudar Isa. It's not just an Issa baran, but it's an actual Issa because when you open the book, you, you erase, with the intention and the knowledge and the plan, that eventually you're going to close it up again, and those words are going to be reformed. So therefore, the lavush says that opening and closing your library book, he would seem to hold, that opening and closing a library book is an Issa and reading is detrimental to your health, or something along those lines. Not exactly that but. Okay, spiritual health. Now, says the, the Magan Avram. of Avram says, not so fast. He says, simen So the Ramah, besides writing what we know as the Ramah, he also wrote Tshuvas. And it's known by the creative name called Tshuvas Harama. And he writes in there, the of the Avram quotes him as saying, The Seyfish Shikasa Adapa Osios Motu so the Ramah is of the opinion that when you have a library book that says on the side Skokie Public Library, the Ramah says you are allowed to go ahead and open and close the book. The kevin to asli lino being that the this is the intention of it is to open and close. So this is not going to be a problem of uh, of of uh, erasing. Uh, and you look over there where he elaborates on this. So this is the idea. We've had this uh, when we were doing the uh, the uh, the series on Shabbos many years ago. So we had this numerous times that seemingly every time you open up the door to your house, you breached through your wall. There's now a hole in your wall, which now people could get through. And every time you close your door, so you've now rebuilt that wall. So why isn't opening closing your door on Shabbos in the of binyan construction and stira, which is destruction? And the answer is, is because when the plan is, when the design of this item is to open and close, like your door or your window, so that by definition is not a malacha. That's not what we're going to constitute, a malacha. And this becomes a very broad idea. That's why you could fold and unfold a chair, and you could fold and unfold a table on Shabbos, because that's the design, is to open and close. And things which open and close, so generally it's not going to be a problem of binion. So here says the uh, the, the Rambah that since when you write down the side of those pages, it's intended to open and close, that's its design. So he says that that's not called mochik. In the, uh, uh, in the, the vush. however, the Magan of Ram acknowledges that the Lavush is of the opinion that it may be an little daraysa. And the Magan of Ram says, in my opinion, I think you should be machmer. I think one should adopt a stringent position as far as this. The Raya's Ramah eno enon because he feels that the proof of the Ramah is not something which is very compelling. And therefore, since he's not convinced by the arguments of the Ramah why this should be mutter, and we do know that the Lavush is arguing that it's potentially an Isidar Aisa, so if you have one opinion saying it's an Isidar Aisa, another opinion says that it's mutter, but his arguments are not very compelling, so the safest position to adopt under those conditions that we, uh, under uh, when facing such a machlokus is, you're better off being machmir about this rather than being maker. And that's the issue I'm, I'm, of confused.
1: The I'm confused
0: Yes, join the club
1: uh, <laughs> uh, opening and closing a door is okay yes. is okay but opening yes. and closing the book is not okay
0: right it's
1: not the same it's not the same, uh, Chok, not the same law
0: uh right so they, they have to argue that, that that it's that it's not going to be correct. That the, the rule that something which opens and closes all the time, or something which you do all the time, uh, does not make it mutter. So that's not a heter across the board. The exact parameters of that would be a shear in of itself. But for example, turning on the off and on and off an oven, we don't say since it's designed to be turned on and off, therefore it's mutter on Shabbos. Right. So exactly, I'm still
1: confused. I'm still confused. Opening the door is not breaking a wall, and closing the door is not rebuilding it.
0: Why not? What what did your mother say when you left the door open? Shut the door. Because you let the bugs in, you let the critters in, you let the neighbors in. Letting
1: the heat out.
0: Letting the heat out, okay. So she wanted to close the door, so to breach up, to close up that wall. She didn't use the term wall, but that's what she was effectively saying. No? Yes. Okay. So that, that's why it, it could potentially be that, other than that, that, that that's the design, that's the design of the usage of it. And therefore that's not considered to be new construction. That's usage, not construction. Whether that applies to uh, to uh, writing and erasing, so that already now is somewhat of a chiddish that the Magen of Ram is saying from the Ramah. The truth is the Ramah doesn't say that. The truth is that it's really the pre that gives that explanation. As we're going to see, the Ramah bases himself primarily on this next Gemara in source 5. So if you don't like that source, that's fine. Although we're going to see it's going to come back because that's the one that the Mishabura is going to present, but the Magen Avram himself actually had a different source in mind, and the, the the other source in mind. The reason why we need to see this specific source of the Rama is because this is what's going to ultimately lead us to the uh, to the to the question about puzzles, to the issues related to puzzles. Okay, so what what. Now, the Ramah presents a number of different arguments, but we're going to take just the one which is going to be most relevant to shift us over to the case of the uh, of the puzzle. So he says, Amar Rebami. Rebami says, of osachas vachas So here, he say that, let's say you wrote one letter on a piece of paper while you went in Varia. And then on Shabbos, you walk yourself over to the neighboring town called Tzipori, and you write a letter on another piece of paper, so Chayef. So you're, sorry, the, the, you, you wrote one letter on, the, on one page. Right now, it's so on one page. You write one letter on, on the page in Tveria, then you walk, obviously within an Eruv, to Tzipori, and then you go ahead and you write a second letter there, Chayef. So you're chayav. No, no, it is two pieces of paper, sorry, two post-it notes. You write A on one post-it note, B on the second post-it note, but they were written in separate cities, and now that you are in the second city and the two pieces of paper are next to one another, so you are chayav because this is considered to be writing. El Shemuchusr Kareva, the only thing which you was lacking over there, because the, the minimum amount of what's considered to be uh, needed in order to be considered writing is two letters, so this is considered to be writing. Elish, so to crave a talk,
2: I assume you're talking about only D'oraisa now. What does that mean? Well, well, I, I, the Rabbanan aren't Yichayim for writing. Yeah, yeah
0: D'oraisa. Yeah, yeah, for that D'oraisa. Two letters. So we say, but it's going to be missing the bringing of those two letters together. Ah, the Gemara asks veHatzanan. But didn't we learn in the Mishnah? let's say you wrote a letter on two different walls of your house, on the northern wall and the western wall, or or you wrote it on two separate pages in the same notebook, where you have to turn the pages and you can't get those two sheets next to one another, and those two letters which you wrote on the two walls of the house, north and west, or on two different pages, page 2 and page 4 in your notebook, so that the two letters that you wrote are not read with one another, Potter. so you're going to be exempt. So why not say the same thing, ask the challenges of the Gemara, when you wrote one letter in Teveria and one letter in Sipori, why don't we say there as well that you are not going to be chayav because the letters were not near one another? So here the Gemara says, and here comes the important uh, principle, Because over there, you are missing something which is going to bring them together. But over here, in our case, So you don't need something which is going to bring them together. Now, seemingly, in both cases, you would need something to bring them together. So here's a very important Rashi. Rashi says that when it comes to the two pieces of paper, one you wrote in Tiveria, one you wrote in Sipori, enu uh, sorry, in the case of the walls, where I write the letter on the northern wall, in the western wall, enu mekarvan The only way to bring these two letters together is you have to cut out the parts of the wall which serve as a separation between them. So if you delete or you cut out the part in the middle, then it will look as if these two letters are, are next to one another. So when you wrote in a way where, as you wrote it now, they are not next to one another, and in order to bring them next to one another, you have to do a major action like cutting out part of your wall. So that is something which is that's not considered to be writing, even though it's two letters, and you're going to be potter as far as Shabbos. Vehi Rab Ami, when Rab Ami said that if you write one letter in Tiveria, one letter in Zippor, you're It's an isur So you write on one sticky note on the left side of the page when you're in Tiveria. And then you write another letter on the right side of the page while you're in Tiveria. And now you have these two pieces of paper, one which has a letter on the left side, one which has a letter on the right side. And now you just put the piece of paper next to one another. And you're going to go ahead and you're going to bring them together without having to do a Misa. So that is something which is, that we say is Chayef. For that, you're going to be Chayef. So we're, one second, So we're drawing its distinction over here whether or not the two letters which you wrote are they, is there something which naturally barriers or keeps them apart? which has to be removed? Or is this something where there's nothing to keep them apart? And they are, uh, it's just a matter of bringing them close to one another where for which you are going to be hive because it doesn't require a major action. And just carrying something is not considered to be a major action. Yes, Alan.
3: So technically, if you write the letter in Tiberia and just leave it there, and then write a letter in every single spot along the way, all the way to you know, New York. Um, that's okay, as long as it's you good. leave each letter went where it was where you
0: wrote it's it. Not, it's not the Isa, Issa, correct? Because right. no, none of those okay. two letters will ever be read together. Okay, right. Okay,
2: it's so the to write even one letter but go on.
0: Right. That's that's why I said potter. That's why he said that's why in the wherever we said it is yeah, potter yeah. Pater Avalasar. Okay, so this is the argument of the rama, why this is going to be mutter. So he says that the... Um, uh, right, so he considers this to be something where the writing which is taking place, when you close the book, for example, is something which um, uh, is just kreva um, ba'alma, it's just something which is being brought together. And that he considered the, uh, the Ramad does not consider it to be that a significant enough act that we're going to call that writing. So the writing and the racing, which you do, everything is right there in front of you. The word has already been written and all you're doing is the opening and closing of it. It's not because opening and closing, like by a door or a window, It's the fact that you're just bringing together the stuff which is already there and bringing something together which is already there that, Dharma says, does not rise to the level of what we would consider to be a malacha. And therefore, it's going to be permitted. So now, lemaisa we have a machlokis which is going on in terms of uh, whether or not the library books are, are you allowed to open them or you're not allowed to open them? This is something which Obviously, anybody who takes out books in the library is uh, is going to want to know the answer to this because this could be a Shailah which comes up multiple, multiple times each and every Shabbos. So here the Shulchan al kharav says, Osun's Farm, those books, Shukas Osios Barashei where you wrote on them uh, letters on the edges of the pages, like we said, the library book, Yesh also the So some opinions, i.e. the Levush, he maintains that you're not allowed to open it on Shabbos, Mishum because this is considered to be erasing. Bekhain the and the same thing is going to be true to close the book. Mishum Kosev, that the Levosh maintains that this is going to be a problem of writing. And then there, are, I should say, Levush and the uh and the mugget of rum. And even though you don't intend to do this writing and erasing, you're just opening and closing the book. But it's an inevitable outcome. It's like cutting off the head of the chicken for entertainment without intending to kill the chicken. It's impossible to sever the head of a chicken without it dying. And therefore, that inevitable outcome, you're responsible. And some authorities maintain that it is permitted to go ahead and close the book. Being that the letters are already written there, they stamped the words uh, Skokie Public Library on the side of the pages long ago. The only thing which you have to do in order to form the word is just close the book. You're just bringing the different pages together so that once they're together, it will form that word. This is not considered to be writing. Because bringing them together is just something which is a small act, and it's not considered to be a major act which rises to the level of something which is Aser. It's just a small little thing. You just uh, close the book. What's the big deal? So, so,
2: so, the difference between this case, let me make sure I understand. The difference between this case and the Tveri Yatsipori case is in the Tveri Yatsipori case, not only did he bring them together, but he actually wrote the letters to begin
0: with. And here right. the letters were already here.
2: Is that, is right. that correct?
0: Right. That, 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 that's how the Shulchan is explaining, correct? Yeah, okay. Varein owned it. And it's as if the letters are really next to one another. And you're not doing anything of bringing them closer together. You're simply closing the book. And for the same reason, says the Shulchan Harav, it's permitted to go ahead and open the book under these conditions. And it's not considered as if you are erasing it. Being that the writing is intact. And you can easily go ahead and put them together. And it's as if they're already next to one another. And the Shulchan Arachim says that this is the minute. The minute is to be lenient as far as the library books are concerned, and to open them and close them without a concern for uh, erasing words when you open the book or writing words when you go ahead and close it. Now, the Mishabura he takes a little bit more of a conservative approach than the, uh, the Shulchan HaKarav. And you'll see why exactly he does so, but this is something which is typical in what you would expect in the, the Mishabura in terms of approach. He says, this is the same that we talked about before in terms of the cake. This is now the continuation. So he writes, So if you have on the edges of a page of a book, you either have letters or words. Some people maintain that it's Aser to open and close such a book on Shabbos. Because when you open the book, you're destroying the letters, and that is erasing. And the same thing is going to be true when you close a book. It's as if you are writing the letters. But the Ramah's opinion in the Tshuva, we didn't see it directly inside, but we did see the Gemara and Shabbos that the, that's quoted by the Ramah. His inclination is to be lenient. And this is the opinion of many Achronim. The time, I mean, their reasoning is the Linov tamid, being that it's meant to open and close often. And this is what the Mage of Ram writes. So, Lake of Emishu Mechik So, it's no different than the writing and the... It's not considered to be a problem of writing and erasing. The fact that it's designed for that purpose. V'havi And it's like... Sorry to mention it, Mel. But it's like the door which opens and closes on a regular basis. So Mishabura quotes that explanation. They are just like the door is meant to open and close and nobody considers that to be a malacha. So the writing and the erasing which takes place as you open and close the book also... Is not going to be a problem. It's not a problem of binyan and steer, of construction and destruction. And that is the minug. Now he says that's the minug. That would be like the Kharaf. But now here's where the Mishabura adds in something which is typical in terms of his approach. So although the minug really is to be lenient, and if you want to go ahead and open and close the Skokie Public Library books all Shabbos, so the Minug to be lenient says, that it's permitted to do so, that will be a fun Shabbos activity to go ahead and just open and close Skokie Public Library books the entire Shabbos without worrying about the violating a Malacca. But in the event that you have two copies of the book, you have your own copy of the book, and your spouse has another copy of the book because both of you need to read the book for the book club. So one is from the library and one you bought. So then it's better to read for give your spouse the one that has the Skokie Public Library on the side, <laughs> and you go ahead and read the one which you bought, which does not have any writing on the side. And that would be the best. That would be the best approach. Okay. Okay. So now we get to the issue of puzzles. Let's move along to puzzles now. So we, we began with cake. As I said, we started off with the, the letters on the cake. From there, we went to library books with words and letters on the side of a book. And now we move on to our the puzzles, which is where we uh, really wanted to begin. So says the Shabbos Hul. It was written by Simcha Bunim Kohn. So he writes, page 10, note 37, So according to the lenient opinion, of the Ramah and the Taz, puzzle the Shabbos. So we should permit doing a puzzle on Shabbos. Why? because the lenient perspective is that you're allowed to open and close library books, even though you're erasing the word and rewriting the word each and every time. Because something which all you need to do is just bring the pieces together in order to form the word, so that's not considered to be a significant enough action that that will be a violation of Shabbos. So here also, I take out, let's just say for simplicity, I take out my puzzle, which has 15 pieces. All the pieces are there. I just need to put them in the correct order, whatever that is. So as long as I'm just putting them in order and everything is really there from the first place, that it's not an action to bring them together. So just like they're lenient by the library book, they should be lenient with regards to a puzzle as well. However... Writes so, of Khubun Kohen that we find that there are many Achronim. It means Shadu be Narga literally means they threw an axe into it, meaning they challenge or they reject the lenient approach. The sovereign they maintain the osios and they reject the notion that when it comes to and this is a little bit what you were saying, Mel. That they reject the notion that when it comes to breaking a word in two, as you open and close a book, that that's the same thing as bringing two letters together, which were already written down, and you're just bringing them together, putting those two sheets next to one another. And they don't like that parallel at all. Now, so we have, so he acknowledges that there's a, there happens to be a machlokas with regards to the library book. So how is this going to impact the puzzle? So he says vaf. The Al Afshar wrote Post-Kim, even though the majority of postkin subscribe to the lenient view of the Ramah, who says that if you want to go ahead and you want to uh, open the library book on Shabbos, it is allowed. And the the Kharab certainly said it's a minute to be Makel. Makum but the Mishnah Burrah did adopt the position that when you have another book which is available, so don't rely on the lenient opinion. He didn't emphasize this point, but we know uh, a reason why he would be lean towards being machmer when you have an opportunity. And that's because the Lavosh did say that he holds this in Isidar So it's not just like there's an Isid, there's a machlokas on an Isidar over here where we would necessarily say, Automatically, if there's machlokas, adopt the stringent position. Here, those who adopt the stringent position, they maintain it's actually an issa So, therefore, the mishabura said that if you have another book which is available, use the other book rather than the book which says on the side, Skokie Public Library. So, being that in that case, with regards to the words on the side of the page, although there's a machlokas and although. The minog is to be lenient. When you don't have to rely on that lenient minog, you should not do so. So therefore, suggests Simcha simchabuddham code. Imkeinua puzzle. So the same thing is going to be true with regards to your puzzle. Lamalol adam Lahachnis Asamo Biplukta. Why go ahead and subject yourself to a machlokas about whether or not this activity is permitted? Biprad kishiesho mischak akher. When you could go ahead and you could play another game. So if you're just looking to occupy your time and play a game, so play another game on Shabbos and don't do the puzzle.
1: What about it's, the it's, argument that the puzzle is made to be taken apart and put together, just like a door is made to open and close?
0: Right. So that opinion certainly says that, would it would say that it's okay. But being that there's a dissenting opinion, and the dissenting opinion may very well hold that it's an Isidar Raisa, so therefore... That's why we would we uh, the uh, uh, he's advocating that one should not go ahead and do puzzles on Shabbos because there is this stringent opinion which would maintain it is an Isa. So rejecting that argument, Rabbi Batis, Yes, Bob.
3: Okay, so the difference seems to me with a puzzle and the and the words on the side of a library book is that puzzle is actually if you. Uh, put a puzzle together the way that jigsaw puzzles are made they actually stay that way
0: well hold, hold on one, one second i'm not off the jigsaw puzzles yet uh, you're half you're half a step ahead of me
3: oh i'm sorry okay go uh, ahead
0: that's okay okay there, there's no way you would know which way i was going but, but okay but hold on yeah so we call I, I was actually purposely misleading you in order in order to to throw jigsaw puzzles on you at the end <laughs> that, that was going to be my Perry Mason moment. Oh, yeah. Then R. Simcha called. Kohn writes that when, however, would we say that you should adopt this stringent approach? That's only by adults. So as an adult who should, who should be very conscientious of Shabbos observance, so since you can always play another game rather than puzzle, why do a puzzle which is ultimately subject to some sort of debate? Aval <laughs> katun but if a child wants to go ahead and play with a puzzle on Shabbos, there's no reason to yell and scream and shout, "muktzah" Asr, 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 or send them to their room without cholent for, uh, for lunch because you caught them using a puzzle on Shabbos. Being that most achronim srilu being that whole, that it is like the ramah, that it's mutter. So therefore, certainly a child could say, I Paskan like the ramah. Not that he necessarily knows who the Ramah is, but we can assume that the child knows that you can be maker like the Rama. Vada and the reason why for us adults we don't allow it is we shum chumra ba'alma. It's just because we like to go ahead and be on the safe side of things of halacha. So therefore, it's a, it's not a difficult chumra to adopt to avoid doing puzzles on Shabbos when there are often other activities which you could do. But when it comes to a child, it's not necessary to go ahead and be machmer. Okay? So here, if Simcha Budim is coming out, that it is uh, uh, an adult should avoid doing puzzles on Shabbos, but if a child wants to do a puzzle on Shabbos, that is acceptable. Now, the Shmir Shabbos, I can't say it comes along the Shmir Shabbos, because Shemir Shabbos chronologically was earlier, but the Shmir Shabbos writes as follows. So the Shemir Shabbat says that you can play games which involve letters or involve pictures. So this will be, I forgot who mentioned it before, this will be not the deluxe Scrabble, but this will be the good old-fashioned Scrabble where you sneeze and the whole board is messed up and you lose the entire game. The good of that, that was uh, the ones that we liked. So he says that it's permitted to go, or Bananagrams. So it's permitted to go ahead and play those games shebeh oseos oseos sorry not zav. Then you go ahead and you put the different pieces which have either one letter next to another letter or part of letter next to a uh, 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 next to another part of the letter mit sarfin osam o and by putting the pieces in a particular order, so they combine to form a full word or a picture. So the Shmir Shabbos says that that's okay. To do a puzzle, to do put together bananograms, again, the old fashioned, the non deluxe Scrabble, where the letters are just, the tiles are next to one another. But they're not, and they, uh, even though they ultimately form a word, so putting those letters next to one another. So the Shmir Shabbos says that that's okay. Now that sounds like, he is being more mekel than with Simcha Bonum which it may be that he is, but it's not going to be so relevant, because he says, only as far as Scrabble perhaps, but he says, This assumes, however, that the formed word or the formed picture are not in a frame. Putting them into a frame, that already makes them permanent. And once you go ahead and put them into a frame, which is permanent, then you run into a problem. And, and then on top of that, he says we're also talking about a type of puzzle or tiles where the pieces don't interlock with one another. Hmm. means to attach. also means tidduk means attach. Two synonyms for attach. So when they don't interlock with with enough with one another. Tetzareff puzzle, I didn't have a chance to look that up on Google Translate, but I assume the combination of words means a jigsaw puzzle. So a jigsaw puzzle, where once the pieces are put into one another, they're sort of locked in place. So that is something which the Shmir Shabbos says is going to be Aser. So the puzzle which he's lenient on, which he may be lenient on even as far as adults is concerned, would only be the type of puzzle which is similar to um, similar to the uh, uh, the Bananagrams, or the old-fashioned Scrabble, where the pieces don't get locked permanently in place. Where they got locked permanently in place, so that is not going to be allowed. And then he says the same thing is going to be true of the jigsaw uh, pu- uh, uh, puzzle pieces, and he explains in the footnote, that, I heard from Rav Shomo Zalman, that there's two different ways they can hold things in place. You can either put a frame around the pieces, and that's what's going to hold them in place, or you can have them interlock with one another. And interlocked with one another is also a way of creating something which is going to be permanent, especially by jigsaw puzzles, those fancier puzzles, or the puzzles with more pieces people are more prone to want to keep them together once you completed it. It's it's not as common that you're uh, going to make the puzzle and then take it apart, and then make it and take it apart, and make it and take it apart. Maybe the kids do that, but for adult jigsaw puzzles, that's something which is usually not done, and that's more of a reason to go ahead and be machmer as far as that is concerned. So for adults, it would seem to be that the regular jigsaw puzzle, which was the original question, so that should not be done either, uh, or a combination, because it's something which may be subject to a debate, and the mishabura says that you should be machmer and play another game rather than this, on top of which, according to shmir Shabbos, anytime the pieces are interlocking, that makes them more permanent and whatnot, that's also more of a reason to go ahead and to be machmer. So if you have bought yourself a puzzle to do on Shabbos, uh, I'm sorry, you'll have to save it for a Sunday, or a Motzi Shabbos. Great Motzi Shabbos activity. Okay. Now Bob, do I get to your your No points?
3: no no, I was just I was just about I mean I I should say Brooksha Cavanti. I mean that was the distinction I was gonna make. That the the difference between the book that you got from the library that has Skokie Public Library on it, those letters are not interlocking on the side of the book. uh uh-huh. Whereas the you know, the fancy scrabble or the or the jigsaw puzzle, the things are are interlocking, and so they don't automatically come apart like the right. the book. So so well, he, f- f- he fancy I,
2: Scrabble doesn't interlock either, but fancy Scrabble, each each letter has a frame around
3: it. Yeah, well, that's and it, what you said is the same thing. So um, so I want to say that, but but I just wanted to go back to the Mishnah uh yeah. about the uh, writing with the uh, icing on the cake. I think what he was saying in order to to enjoy this kind of cake on Shabbos, sometimes you have to eat your own words.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Uh,
3: Nice, Bob. Shabbos, everyone. I'll I'll, I'll repeat
2: what I said in the beginning. But but by us Ashkenazim, we have to eat the cookie rather than break the cookie. But in... uh, uh, I'm almost sure that Svardim uh, Armat here, you know, cutting the cake or breaking the cookie, and they, they don't have that issue. Uh, okay. so I have
4: okay. a very fast question. Can I ask it? What was that? I said I have a very fast question. Is that okay?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, so you know how you can't uh, tie a shoelace unless you can't make a knot because as long as you make a certain knot that you can uh, untie un- un- or so yes. isn't that the same a little bit with a puzzle that if you play with a jigsaw puzzle, as long as you, if you finish the puzzle, either you don't put the last piece or you take it apart, or no? So,
0: so no, the, I don't know about leaving out the, the the last piece, but if one were to take it apart, then the, 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 it's possible that there's a little bit more room for leniency, but you have to actively take it apart. I wouldn't, uh, <laughs> I I wouldn't be lenient just on the fact that you could take it apart.
4: I'm not interested to hang it up. It's just a past time, and I just want to do a jigsaw puzzle and then take it apart, the whole thing.
0: Um, I have to think about that. If if that's actually the way you do it, so then I have to think.
4: Yes, yeah, please. Yeah. I would love to ask, because I like to do, like, throughout the long Shabbos afternoon, let's say if I don't have anybody, and I have to be four hours, or whatever it is, I would love to make a 500p puzzle and then take it apart. Like, I don't care. I don't hang it up. I would I, I would even it's give it away. something that you take apart. It's not a binion that stays. Right. It's not my son opinion that stays. It's yes. actually not the it it, 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 it
0: it may not stay, but it has to be dismantled. That's the difference.
4: That's it doesn't right. come
0: apart on its own. You have to intentionally take it apart.
4: Right. So, can you find that if I intentionally take it apart, if it's okay to do it? So
0: I'll, 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 I'll have to check whether or not it's a subjective call, whether it's, it depends on each individual or there's an objective. Uh, it's something which is standard based on what most people do, but but remind me so I'll uh, I'll check for you.
4: Thank you very much.
0: Okay. Thank you, Rabbi. All right. Then. All the best, everybody. Have a good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. Tuesday oh, night, God. seven o'clock. Yes, Tuesday at seven o'clock, eight o'clock on the coast.